morning. General Mills, makers of Cheerios, the oat cereal ready to eat, and Wheaties, breakfast of champions, presents The Lone Ranger. Barnett. Uh, 
joined the Texas Rangers a year ago and recently was assigned to get the goods on a gang that's been operating in this territory. Well? I came down this way, posed as a drifter, hung around the cafes in nearby towns. You finally met one of the outlaws? Yeah, I became friendly with him and before long he took me to meet the gang. The leader, a heavyset German named Karl Lubeck, uh, he doesn't trust anybody. Watch me closely. Lubeck? Toto, he's a man we've been searching for. Ah, him plenty mean fella. Well, uh, earlier today, I was at the hideout. There are two cabins. I was in one of them with one of the gang. Rest were with Lubeck in the other. The man I was with went outside just as another member of the gang arrived from town and said he'd found out who I was. <laughs> I knew it would be only a matter of minutes before the whole gang came looking for me, so I got my horse and left. I reckon Lubeck sent two of the men to gun me. Can you tell us the location of that hideout? Yeah, but it won't do any good. Lubeck was getting ready to move the gang anyway. Ah, storm coming, Kimisabi. Rain wash away tracks before we get to hideout. Are we not able to follow gang? The storm will complicate matters. Regardless of that, we'll get directions from you, Roy. And after the storm's over, Tonto and I will go to that old hideout. Dan will stay with you until we return. Right now, we'll find shelter before the rain starts. After the storm, the Lone Ranger and Tonto went to search for the gang. Meanwhile, the two gunmen who had wounded Roy joined Lubeck and the others at the new hideout. Oh, 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 oh. Here. As soon as you're out of sight, I'll leave. Come on. 
helping Roy to a safe hiding place, Dan mounted Victor and rode out to the trail. When Sam and Slinky rounded the bend, they saw Dan and started in pursuit. But Dan's horse, Victor, like the great stallion Silver, could outdistance most any other horse. And soon Dan was leading his pursuers far behind. Come on, Victor! The boy planned to outrun the gunman, cover his trail, then circle back to the camp where he had left Roy Barnett. But Sam and Slinky realized they couldn't catch up with Dan, so they turned off the trail and rode straight down the steep slope to intercept him. Later, as Dan approached some large boulders along the trail near the foot of the hill, he was taken by surprise. Stop where you are, reach, Mr. Oh, oh, Mr. Oh, oh, oh. Number same. I couldn't mistake that horse. Yeah. But I didn't expect him to be so young. He's plenty husky. Better take his gun while I keep him covered. Right. Yeah, I got it. Now speak up, you. Where's the hombre you found on the trail in the valley a while ago? I don't know what you're talking about. Answer him, you young maverick. I don't have to take that. Don't die. Right, that's enough. One more move and I'll plug you, youngster. <laughs> you deserve that, Slinky. He knocked you right out of the saddle. Well, reckon he is kind of husky for his age. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's head for the hideout. I'll get that fresh map, Rick. <laughs> Run right ahead of us, you. And remember, we both have guns ready to use. Now get moving. Come on, Victor. Get up, yeah. get up. Continue our Lone Ranger adventure in just a moment. Hunter Harry is a boy of fire. He brings wild animals back alive. He can capture lions because he knows he's got gold power from Cheerios. Yes, he's got gold power. There he goes. He's feeling his Cheerios. 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 You bet. Cheerios, the oat cereal that needs no cooking. Every delicious spoonful of Cheerios and milk is real muscle-building food. Each spoonful contains vitamins, minerals, and proteins your body needs. Yes, the good things in a Cheerios breakfast do good things for your body. Help you have healthy nerves, good red blood, strong bones, and muscles. And besides giving you go power, Cheerios is downright wonderful tasting. That toasted oat flavor is really something. And when you add milk and your favorite fruit, say some sliced bananas, you're in for a delicious breakfast treat. Get the whole family off to a good start every morning with Cheerios. Then you'll hear people say... He's feeling his Cheerios. Now to continue. Later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto arrived at their camp and found out from Roy what had happened. Making sure Roy was well hidden and had a gun to defend himself if necessary, the Lone Ranger and Toto mounted Silver and Scout and set out to find Dan. You said it before. Come on, Silver! Get off the top! The new hideout location Carl had selected was an unusual one. Underneath an overhanging bluff along the river, there was a wide ledge reached on either side by two narrow paths. Sometime before, a prospector had built a cabin on the ledge, close to the cliff wall, and had dug into the cliff in search of gold. About 20 feet below the ledge, the river formed deep rapids between the cliffs. 
somebody's tough, Carl. <laughs> Slinky found that out when he hit him to make him talk. Slinky ended up lying on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I haven't forgotten that. When you're through with him, Carl, I want you to turn him over to me. It should be a good fight, Carl. That will come later. What is your name? Dan Reed. Now speak up. Tell what you know about Roy Barnett. There's nothing to tell. Uh, going to have another squall, looks like. Yes, that's good for covering tracks in case this fellow has friends who may want to find him. We'll go inside. Keep him covered, Sam. All right, let's go. until the storm is over. Uh, then, if he hasn't you. decided to talk, yeah. we'll take him outside and turn him over to Slinky. The Lone Ranger and Toto had followed Dan's tracks to the boulders, where he had been surprised by the two crooks. They started to trail the three from there when the storm broke and they had to seek shelter. Meantime, back at the camp, Roy Barnett was concerned when the storm broke. He realized the Lone Ranger and Toto would lose Dan's trail because of the rain. And since Dan hadn't returned as he planned to do, Roy was certain Lubeck's men had caught him. Go you stay in here wet already. I feel able to ride now, get my horse, and then go back to town, tell the sheriff what happened. After the storm had passed, Carl again tried to question Dan Reed. Then, impatient with the youth's attitude, he turned to the men who were watching. Ah, uh, he's a young fool. On time. Take him outside. All right, come here, you. Slinky? Yes. You will have your chance now to use your fist on him. The outlaws, ready for some entertainment, quickly untied Dan Reed and right, came outside. On. A few moments later, they had formed a circle around Dan and Slinky. All right, you. This time you're going to know what it's like to get some real punches. I'm ready. Dan stood a moment waiting. He felt somewhat nervous facing the full-grown outlaw, but he noticed that Slinky showed indications of dissipation and decided to concentrate his blows on the outlaw's bulging stomach instead of reaching for his chin. In the seemingly uneven encounter, Dan was relying on the training and knowledge of fist fighting he had learned from the Lone Ranger and Toto. Slinky suddenly moved in fast. This will show you. I want to be shown. Watch him, Slinky. He can hit hard. I'll hide him. Men, tie these hands and feet. 
Then throw him into the rapids. The men, still impressed with Dan's fighting, hesitated a moment. That moment was long enough for Dan. The circle had parted, and Dan saw that he was near the rim of the ledge. With a sudden and unexpected movement, he ran... Hey, get that ball! ...the river below. Out of my way. Give me a chance to shoot that kid. No use, he jumped. Did you hit him, Carl? I don't know. I couldn't see him. He hasn't come up. Ah, he's a fool. He can't survive the rapids. Let's forget him and go inside. After Dan hit the swirling water, he swam below the surface, moving with the current. He was an expert swimmer, but tired after the fight, he realized he had to battle for his life in the water. Alternating swimming and floating, he finally managed to reach a point beyond the canyon. I'm beyond the cliff now. Have to make it to shore somehow. The exertion of the long swim after the fight with Slinky overtaxed Dan's strength to the point of exhaustion. The shore seemed far away, and he was relieved to see a rock between him and the shoreline. Dan made his way to the rock and clung to it, gasping for breath. That's rock. If I can hold on to it long enough to get rested, maybe... Maybe I can make it to the river. Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger and Toto had ridden the trail, searching for Dan and the outlaws. As they rode along a bluff near the river, the Lone Ranger said, Toto, it's terrible to think Dan needs us and we can't get to him. That rain had held off a little longer. Ah, uh, Kimisabi. We know tracks start from boulders up along river trail. Well, maybe if we keep looking, we find hideout. Well, if we do, I... Wait a minute, Toto. Who's over? Who? Why we stop, Kimisabi? I thought I saw something move on that rock in the river. I'll use my field glasses. Second. Yeah. Yeah. Toto, a man is clinging to that rock. We try to get to him. Come on, Silver. Get him up. And the gun you let me use for target practice, sir. 
the gun my father owned. Do you think you can lead us to the path or approach the hideout? Yes, sir. But there are eight outlaws. You and Tano couldn't go against them alone. We'll take you back to the camp, then. You ride Roy's horse to town and get the sheriff. Then we'll move in on Lubeck and his gang. Dan rode on Silver with the Lone Ranger. And with Toto, they started back to camp. They had gone a short distance along the trail when they met Roy with the sheriff and the posse. Led by Dan, the horsemen started for the hideout to surprise the outlaws. Later at the hideout, Carl and his men were in the cabin planning a holdup. Guards were posted at both paths leading down to the ledge, so they felt secure. We'll rob the bank in town, then leave this territory tonight. We'll head for Carl, look and... out the window. Men coming down the path with the top edge. What? Some are coming down the other path, too. We must have overpowered the two guards. We'll be trapped in here. Get your guns and stop shooting.
George W. Trendle. Produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated. Directed by Charles C. Livingston. And edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Your announcer, Fred Ford. Detroit. This is ABC Radio Network.